what you resist persists. You can't push these things away. They're going to surface and then you're going to have, you're going to, it's going to come out sideways. Some, something at the, you know, at the dinner table, you're going to say something or you're going to make a comment about something somebody else has said or whatever it is. So it's going to come out. So it's, that's why we say this will destroy. This is will mess up your holidays. Now, what, if you want to, if you want to cure that, mm-hmm embrace whatever emotions or memories arise or surface at the moment it starts right here deep in your heart start right here oh that's where it starts right here we look to your heart it's always and only starting right here Tom Rutledge and Dr. Alan Berger bring over 90 years of clinical experience to this important podcast, and they offer you a guarantee. You will gain something of personal value from each episode. And now, what matters most? It starts right here. Hello and welcome back to Start Right Here. I'm Tom Rutledge and with me is Dr. Alan Berger. Hey, Alan. Hi, Tom. Happy holidays. Uh, happy holidays. If it, does, it doesn't exactly feel, it's every now and then I'm playing some, some holiday music. It's getting me in the mood. But, you know, it's just, it's just a, this, one more time. This is just a weird ass year, isn't it? It's a weird year and, 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 and I guess we're going to try to make it a little weirder this year. Well, I, if, I, I think if anybody can, I think we can. <laughs> I think so. So look, <laughs> this is a special show, right? This is our holiday show. That's right. It's not going to be the kind of show that you were probably expecting to tune in on because this show, you know, Tom and I usually talk about how to make your life better and how to, you know, <laughs> be self-actualized and have emotional sobriety and all these things for your improvement. Yeah. Like self-respect and respecting others. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. What we thought though, this, this show is for the (laughs) Ebenezer Scrooges out there, right? The people that really want to have a bad time during the holiday and mess things up. So we want at least for part of this show Mm -hmm. is to share with you 12 stupid things that are guaranteed to mess up your holidays. That's a a tall order. You're guaranteeing these. Is that right? I'm going to guarantee these things. If they don't do it, we will invite you to come on the show and you can talk to Tom and I about how they didn't work to mess up your holiday. (laughs) And uh, we will welcome you and welcome any feedback you want to give us. I mean, if you guarantee them, I I, I just feel like they're going to work. We're not going to be just one-sided, though, because we will also give, for those of you that were unconsciously planning to mess up your holidays... And then you realize with the stuff we share, thank you. All of a sudden, you were doing, we're going to also give you a cure to how to if you're aware that you're planning to do one of these things to mess up your holiday, uh, you can just, how you could avoid it and undo that in some in some strange circumstance if you would actually not want to do that. That's right. So so uh, well, I no, I appreciate that because what you're doing what you're doing is you're is you're you know this is about non discrimination. You're not when you're talking about the, the you know the the, the 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 fools who want to mess up their holidays you're not leaving out just the clueless that's right 
That's you know, right. it's imp- it, I think it's important to be inclusive in that way. And I think, and I think that, uh, um, yeah. And I, and I have a particularly affinity, uh, affinity for the clueless. <laughs> Not sure why I just do. I don't well, know. listen, as being prior <laughs> members to that group <laughs> or card carrying members, carrying members, I, I think we should say, Oh, to, uh, well, I won't go into that now. So let's just jump into mm-hmm. this stuff. Yeah, I, I, I want to keep this show tight today because mm-hmm. we've got some great things to share with you and we mm-hmm. want to cover a lot of t- So number one, the first <laughs> stupid thing you can do to mess up the holiday is take this holiday as an opportunity to point out the character defects of your family members, since they're going to give you ample opportunities to do so. So let me, let me be clear. That's a bad thing. We, this will uh, mess up the holiday. That, that won't so, work. So, 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 you know, so, when, so I when, should not have been doing this. That's, that's, that's what you're saying. It's, okay. That may all have right. something to do with all, why you're not getting many Christmas presents. Let me, let me get a pen. It's, it's it's like, might have something to do with it, right? <laughs> this, this is number one. Now, look, uh, everybody's going to give you ample opportunities because, yeah. look, you know, what we, we say is, is that, you know, as a person is more important to you, you're going to be able to see their character defects more, cl- more clearly, and they're going to be more glaring. Right. So- and so it's a way of, it's, if I see your character defects and I see your, your flaws, then it means I love you. That's, yeah. that's a way that families <laughs> express their intimacy with one another yeah. is yes. to say, God, you know, you know, you're still just being that curmudgeon that you usually are. And I, and we'll get into how, how expectations play into this thing. But we look, if you really want to do it, and you can even plan ahead of time, before you get together with family, make a list of all the people that are going to be there and take some time to reflect on what their character defects are. And now, if you really, really want to upset people, make sure you point out things that are going to be so embarrassing or such a personal affront. And these include this, the the top candidate for that are things people don't want to admit about themselves, but they've been doing their whole Mm. life. Can you give me an example? Well, all right. So, you know, let's say you're getting together with your mother and she's negative all the time. And when you sit down, you've met my mother. Well, no, I I was saying, I was talking about the mother, the other other mothers, other mothers, other mothers, mother, the mother of the other mother, (laughs) the mother of all mothers. We're talking about you. You pegged my mom with that one, though. That was so sitting across from her, and you know what's going to be coming is that as soon as she starts to talk for a minute, she's going to talk about how she was just slaving in the kitchen all day to prepare this food for everyone and that her feet are aching and her she woke up this morning and her back is just it's been the worst that it's been in years and of course none of these things came out the way they were supposed to Mm-hmm. And so, and then she'll talk about how the prices have just gone up because of COVID and everything's at the grocery is so much more expensive. And that what a, what a difficult, oh, is this a violin? Are you bringing the violin? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm right with you. I'm just, right. I'm doing a demonstration. I got some of this alien tape recently that, that is supposed to stick, stick anything. And I realized I can do an impersonation of my mother with it by just simply doing this. There. <laughs> 
you know, if you, you guys are just listening to the podcast, Tom has put the alien tape. And I saw it. I saw that, that infomercial. Uh, alien tape, man. I had to have some. I, I Unfortunately, was, I can't get my hand down so now. Tom is <laughs> the alien tape on his forehead, and he's taking his hand in the, the back of his hand, and he's now taped his hand to his forehead. In, in the in the in the in the, in the no, universal in symbol for martyrdom. martyrdom. Yes. <laughs> and of course, you know, you're going to go to your the party and it's going to bother you like it has every year. And you're going to point it out to her. And then as soon as you point it out, she'll say, you're always criticizing me. <laughs> Why can't you just appreciate all the things I've been doing for you all day long? I've worked on this meal and now you're upset with me. My God, you're ungrateful. <laughs> So then you're in the classic double bind position and you sit there and say, why did I even bring it up? And this year, you'll know why you brought it up because you really want to mess up this holiday season. Because you, you planned on it. Because you planned on it. Now, for those of you that don't want to do that, we are going to have make a the, the rare. We'll call them the rare few. The rare few <laughs> that you got to keep quiet. Keep your mouth shut about their shortcomings, especially when you know you're right. Now, this is, <laughs> is going to be the hardest thing in the world because I know when I'm right, I got to tell everyone. Tom just pulled his head it. off his head Whew. and it ripped off all the skin <laughs> off his forehead. And uh, he's calling 911. He has to go to his house and put his forehead back together. That's right. So, so look, it, it, when you know, you keep right, your mouth shut when you know you're right. Now, that's got to be the most important thing you can do in a relationship and probably the most challenging. Not say something. When I'm right, I want my partner or my family to know about it. Well, I mean, the way I've always said it is, is and, my, and, my, and my wife's downstairs, she could testify to this, is I've always said, I'm trying to be helpful. <laughs> I love that one. That's good. That's good. That's great. That's great. Let's just yeah. get in there. Let's put a let's put a sheep in wolf's clothing. Yeah. No, a wolf in sheep clothing. I don't I don't know anything yeah. about about yeah. the dress well, dress up. You have to be reading uh, writing <laughs> stories to kids. All right, number two. Then right. this is this is where expectations come in. Expect this year to be different than any other. <laughs> That somehow it's going to be different this year when you show up and mom's not yeah, going to be negative or dad's not going to be over there and he's not going to be prejudiced or whatever it is. Like it's yeah, showing up for Archie year. Bunker and, and Edith <laughs> and, you know, and expecting them not to be Archie Bunker and Edith. Maybe this year will be different. That's right. right. Yeah. This year you could make, but you go like, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be. Now, the real setup on this is here is you expect this year to be different, meaning expecting them to be different. So yes. the cure for this one is accept that nothing will be different this year if you haven't surrendered these ideas, these unenforceable rules, these expectations that they're going to be different. Yeah, that crap you're always talking about. Yeah, that acceptance yeah. thing, man. Yeah. Like, oh my God. It, it, but look. Once again, if you want to set you, set this up to be a, a mess, go in expecting it's going to be a number three. Oh, wait, wait. I got one question about number two, the cure. So you're saying I walk in, if I, want, if I don't want to do that, I walk in there and I just 
pretend I don't have expectations that no, they're going to be it's better? What you said is expected to be what it's going to be. It's expected not going to be any different than it's going to be. And to use the phrase you and I think is so mm. important. Of course, this is what's happening. Ah, the of course moment. I of got course, it. Okay. Mom's got it. Of course, dad's prejudice. Of course, my <laughs> sister's ignoring me. Of oh. course, my feelings are being dismissed. Of course, they're so, pointing out everything. All right. So here's my question. So could I, if I were going to do it that way, could I at least point and say, ah, there it is. You could do that. That could be fun too. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> now I know I'm home. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love for a you. Minute, I, I thought for a minute I thought this wasn't my house. That's right. Once when I when I hear that, that when I hear that bigoted speech come out of you, I just I, it just brings. I, I love you, Dad. Tears in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right, I got it. There you are, Dad. All right, number three. Lose yourself in making everyone else happy. This is the perfect time of year to do that. If you're a codependent, you could be a codependent on steroids. <laughs> I mean, just get into it. Work on hard on making everyone happy. And then at the end of the day, you will be completely miserable. You want some more potatoes? You want some more? You want another piece of pie? Oh, oh you dropped that. Let me go pick that up for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Take care of everyone else. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's the way to mess it up for you. And at the end of the day, you're going to say, my God, why did I do that again this year? Why did I, do I have that? to I have to admit about that one. That one is exhausting. It's exhausting that one. And look, if you want to mess up your holidays, do it. You know, we're, we are not we're, we're giving you permission this year to mm -hmm. go in and mess it up intentionally so you don't have to just stumble on these things you can well and it's kind of it's kind of a, a, a therapeutic experiment isn't it it's like <laughs> let's let's find out if we if, if we're correct on our hypothesis that if that if i go in and try to make everyone happy that it's not going to make much difference at all whether how, how people get along and i'm going to be exhausted that's that, that's the hypothesis okay i like it. now to cure for that for those of you that don't want to do this Make yourself as important as others, not more or less. Just also check in with yourself during the day. Nothing wrong with being of value. Mm -hmm. That's an important part of who each of us is, is to, to be of value to those we love, but include yourself on Santa's list. That's nice. You know, what's important for, to you as well as what's important to everyone else. So if you need to take five, 10 minutes to sit down and not help out, say, hey, I'm going to take a little break here. I'm, I'm a bit tired. I'm going to go sit in the other room for a minute and have a cup of tea or whatever. In all seriousness, I'll say just very briefly is when, when I was still visiting with my family, when, uh, when my parents were still alive, it was taking walks, getting outside and taking frequent walks just to get out and away where it was, was, was such an important survival tool for me. Very important. Mm -hmm. All right. Number four swallow whole and uncritically someone else's notion of what this time of year is supposed to mean <laughs> you know so if you want to get into the consumerism of it and and that's where you get lost in it go for it mm -hmm. but i've seen people do the opposite they say i'm not going to participate because of the consumerism mm -hmm. and that's fine if you want to reject that but then replace it with what it means to you because that's the cure of this you know, of this one is to personalize your concept of the holidays. It doesn't have to be what other people think it, it's supposed to be for you. It can be whatever you want it to be. 
So if you make it personal and you want it to be more intimate, then mm -hmm. make sure it's more intimate. Make sure it's a time for you to share, you know, how you feel about people. Say things that, that you might not say that might make you uncomfortable or might make them uncomfortable. Like, you know, I haven't told you how much I love you and appreciate mm -hmm. you. You know, it's been a long time since I've mentioned that dad or mom or whomever, mm -hmm. right? Or to turn to your children and say, God, if I let you know how great it is that you're in my life, things like that, where you can make this holiday a very personal thing and not get lost in everybody else's idea about it, what it's supposed to be. That that's kind of amazing because that would really saying something that honest, that direct, that personal could actually that could actually make it really nice. Yes. Now I do want to say this. You know, you know those people who reject consumerism. You know what they are. What are they? Cheap. <laughs> all it means is all I hear that I hear that, and they go, "I did. They but didn't look, give me a present." Yeah, we can laugh at this, but you know, you and I both know as we look at the reality of what this COVID has done. There are people sitting in a line for eight hours to get a turkey, so they got something to cook this year. Yeah, that's true. They don't have any food. And there's mm -hmm. people that, I mean, um, that don't have because they've been unemployed in this, you know, they haven't had money coming in or for whatever reason. And um, they're, they don't have money to buy mm -hmm. gifts for those people they love and mm -hmm. care about. Mm -hmm. But once again, that's why I'm saying don't get lost in what this is supposed to mean. Make it what it's Love going it. to be, right? It's mm -hmm. like some of the most meaningful gifts I've received is a card my kids have made from mm -hmm. scratch that they've personalized. Mm -hmm. That they've just done it because that's what they wanted to do to give dad something. So those things don't don't lose sight of how meaningful that kind of stuff can be. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? and, then, and that is what I'm getting you for Christmas. That's I knew it. I just <laughs> I just knew it. No, I, I love what you're saying. I, absolutely. It is. Oh, it's it is. important. And, and look, there's a lot of families that are having a hardship this year and lost mm -hmm. people. And, and, you know, mm -hmm. we're not, we, we, we want to also recognize that and to take time to sit and grieve over these things. That's a gift, believe it or not, mm -hmm. even though it might feel like it's not, but to sit down and talk about what it's meant to you and not avoid those painful conversations. Well, when you talk about, uh, and we're straying far off from our, our agenda here, but this is very important is when you, one of the, one of the, the saddest things I think that I have experienced with, uh, with stories I've heard and with, uh, early in this process with a, with a client of mine who, who lost her mom to COVID very early on in March and she was in another, another country, uh, and, um, she, the whole family could couldn't be there they couldn't be there with her when she died and they couldn't be there to grieve together once she had died and it was like the isolation in the grief was is it continues to be just um, yeah it's brutal is the right word good point brutal yep. no i i can imagine that and i've worked with some families that are mm -hmm. experiencing some similar things and mm -hmm. just so difficult with this mm. all right back to number five now Remember, this is for those of you that want to mess up your holidays. Expect That's right. We, we, yeah, we, lost our, we lost our track and we were I, actually I, talking about something that might help. I know. We, got, we, <laughs> we apologize. apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So expect others to take better care of you than you're going to take care of yourself. <laughs> I mean, that'll definitely mess it up. You'll sit there and get a lot of resentment, get mad. Why doesn't anybody get concerned about what I'm doing or what I need? Everybody seems to expect me to be concerned about them. Right, because you know, if that were me, I would, I would not, re- I would respond differently. I wouldn't respond like he does. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Exactly. Use yourself yeah. as the you use yourself as the standard of measure. It's that's very important. It's like you, he, if I would do it that way, then you should do it that With way. That. Oh boy, isn't that something that happens all the time? All the time. All right, Patrick's asking me to bring my mic closer, so mm-hmm. bring it right there. Is that better, Patrick? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. The next one. How do we cure that one? Well, accept personal responsibility. For your happiness, for your comfort, for your security, safety, and serenity. You know, don't wait for someone else to show up for you. Show up for yourself. You know, no. the gift Tom and I can give you is to tell you that no one is coming. Right. You've got to show up for yourself, man. That's right. Yeah, why, why don't you hold your breath? <laughs> yeah, let's see how that works. All right, number six, accept gifts or help that is that are not given with an open hand. So if somebody gives you something and they begrudge it, accept it so that, that they'll resent it. You'll resent the gift that they're not wanting to give you, but you're taking it. I mean, this is a surefire way to mess up a relationship. Keep taking things from people that don't want to give them and give things to people that you don't want to give. That would wow. be a That's lot a, of that, that, I would not have come up with that one. Good. Uh Especially the second part, it really strikes me that the giving people, giving people something you don't want to give because I'm because it's that part of that white hat addiction too. It's like oh. I'm 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 I'm, a, I'm such a good guy, you know. Look at me, and and then of course we're upset because they're not responding the way they should. Because it's, it's I mean, look at me. And my wife probably listens to this. So he goes, so that's how he's going to justify not buying me anything this year. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to give you something that, that, I, that I didn't want to give. That, that's right, honey. That, that's not good for our marriage. All right. What's our cure? <laughs> Only accept those gifts that are offered freely with an open hand. Ask to be seen and recognized if your partner doesn't know you and wants to give you things that, that you don't want. And take responsibility to create the kind of relationship you want. I'll never forget this couple I worked with. This guy, I love this guy. He was a wonderful, wanted to be the best husband in the world. And and his wife had been driving around a car that was ready to get turned in. It was like seven or eight years old. And he really wanted to do something special for her that year. She had said to him many, many times what she wanted. She wanted that BMW, whatever sedan or something like that. <laughs> he comes home with the minivan. <laughs> and she was so disappointed, but she felt she got a new car. Yeah. How could she say something about it? But inside she was steaming. I've told him a half a dozen times, at least. I even went and looked at a car, took a picture of it and sent it to him. And he comes home and he says, wait till you see what's in the driveway. <laughs> Literally, he put a bow on it, Tom. He, you know how that Lexus commercial? Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, and, 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 by, and by saying, wait till you see what's in the driveway, then you it also sets it up because you go like, she, she she's already visualizing the car she wants. <laughs> Beautiful blue BMW sedan that she was fantasizing about. <laughs> she goes out there. Did he genuinely forget? forget which car no didn't there no he 
he was one of these guys where he's a nice guy up front, but he wanted things to be the way he wanted them. Right. And he thought that that a minivan would be much more practical for their family mm-hmm. and that she was being a bit ridiculous of being a mom and wanting to BMW. So he had an ulterior motive to this whole thing that he wasn't honest about at all. But yet he wanted to hide that motive and act like he was being the most right. generous guy in the world by coming home with this beautiful right. Pacific minivan. Right. And it was right. all it was. And it, and it ended up that kind of behavior destroyed their marriage. Yeah. Literally, they got divorced a year later. Yeah. I call it the BMW crisis. <laughs> and, and let me let me make this part clear, too, is because it's and we could devote an entire episode or, or series to this. And correct me if I'm wrong, but men are idiots. <laughs> Well, listen, this guy, I really believe that there's a part of him that was wanted to be a nice guy and wanted to be a good husband. He just had no idea on how to, in his mind, it because he thought it through and he thought this was best for the family, that she'd see his thinking and get and fall in the line with what he thought. <laughs> I know it's so sad because, you know, and, and, you know, it's, it's, and it's when I helped I mean, he was devastated when she says I'm done with you and his heart was really broken. I mean, he learned a lot. Look, he's in another marriage now and I can't tell Mm -hmm. you how much better it is. And he knocked off some of that nonsense that he was doing in that relationship. He learned a lot that he had to let go. He had to get some humility, right? He had well, to the, let go and, of and the, Well, that's it. And that's a good point too, because the amends are paid forward a lot of times. That's right. There you go. It's it's That's it's like I actually, actually actually had a conversation with my my first wife uh, uh, many years ago. But we, one of the things we talked we were talking about uh, recovery and stuff, and and we were we were we were both saying that we understood that whatever amends we've made are you know her husband Mark and my my wife Dee Dee are the the recipients of those because because we didn't get it at the time. So that's uh, that's good that's right. that he has done. That's right. That's a great better. way to do it. Yeah. Great that's way to amazing. think about it, because oftentimes mm-hmm. you do pay these things forward. Well, and 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 that's the place that I remember my my first sponsor pointing that out to me that you know that uh, always just stuck with me that that amends amend to make a man amend does not mean to apologize; it means to change. That's right. You amending is changing, and and if you're not changing, your apology is nothing. It's meaningless. Yeah. All right, number seven, deny or resist feelings from your past or your current situations that surface such as resentments, grief, <laughs> trauma, or disappointments. Right? Just deny them. Just, just, just don't, 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 them there. don't recognize them, avoid them. Try not to deal with them. Look at people like they're crazy. If they say something that implies that, That's you right. know, like what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. And, and look, like what happens is what we know is what you resist persists. You can't push these things away. They're going to surface and then you're going to have, you're going to, it's going to come out sideways. Some, something at the, you know, at the dinner table, you're going to say something or you're going to make a comment about something somebody else has said or whatever it is. So it's going to come out. So it's, that's why we say this will destroy, this is, will mess up your holidays. Now, what, if you want to, if you want to cure that, mm-hmm embrace whatever emotions or memories arise or surface at the moment and view these as, as, you know, register these 
as are things that you've got to go back and complete some unfinished business on. This is the stuff you take into your therapy. This is the stuff that you take into your program or you work on with your sponsor. Or if you're not in therapy, this is a great time to get in therapy to start cleaning these things up. Well, I'm looking at your at the list, and the word you used that you didn't actually say just then was opportunity. That's you right. You see it as an opportunity. Yeah. That's right. It's an opportunity to complete this stuff. No, not with them, because remember, they're probably not going to be in the, if you want to mess it up, say, hey, by the way, remember when you molested me? Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I, I was like, I was like, I want to straighten, I want to finish this up. It's an opportunity with, to finish up with you right now. It's I like, know. <laughs> At, at dinner. <laughs> this goes back to number one. Keep your mouth shut even when you know you're right. So some of these things build on one another. Number eight, keep yourself in a state of perpetual motion. <laughs> Never sit down. Keep doing things because what you're doing is you're avoiding the feelings that are going to surface. And what you're going to do is run yourself ragged. You're going to be resentful at the end of the day. and It'll definitely mess up the holiday. Be a pinball. That's right. Bing, 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 bing. I love it. (laughs) And that's guaranteed to ruin things. And if you want to cure that, just hold still and let yourself experience what's going on. Now, look, some of this stuff is also not wanting to feel positive things. We're not just saying that all this stuff is negative because sometimes people are running around because they don't want to feel the intimacy that's involved. They're right. afraid of letting themselves get close to that, to that, to the mm-hmm. family or to the other people involved. So we're not saying that it's just about that. There's, you know, negative issues here. Sometimes, you know, we'll run away from, from a positive thing as fast as we run away from. Well, something. Well, you, well, you don't get, that's one of the things I've learned is you don't get to discriminate. You know, you know, that's what people try to do. I, I, I you know, we, 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 we want to, uh, you know, register feelings as, you know, in categories of positive or negative. I want to feel positive feelings, not negative feelings. It's like feelings are feelings. And it's, and it's like, you know, and the bottom line is if, if love is a hard thing for you to experience, it's, be, it's because you're scared of it, you know? Right. So, so it, that one, by the way, the cure on that one is the hardest one that I've heard so far in your list. That's tough. That's, that's some serious graduate level therapy work at home oh, yes. during the holidays. You know, I, 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 you know, I'm sure you've had this experience too, that you see some clients walk in and they're so, and there's hypomanic state mm-hmm. and you say, could we, you know, I, I feel all this energy. Could you just sit with yourself for a minute? Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times just saying that people start crying. Yep. Yep. Can you imagine how many clients have come into their session and said that to me? <laughs> hey, Tom, could you or just sit there, sit, there, sit there and just, just I, I, be, be with I, that for a moment? I, I still love that one client that called you up to afterwards and says, you know, could you talk a little less? Or the one in the, in the session that said, said, can we talk about me for a minute? You know, it's like, <laughs> Oh, wow. uh, I'm just proud of my response, which was, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. like, we, we... <laughs> oh. Now, this no, is, this is going to sound like the second one where we said expect this okay. year to be different, but this is a little different than that. So number nine is expect your family to be different than they are, hoping that things will be different because of this magical time of year. Oh, it kind of combines two of the, other, the earlier does, ones. right? Yeah. The other one is just that it's going to be different, that mm-hmm. things are going to be, you know more of what you'd hope, but this is now that somehow the people are going to be different. They're going to be acting different. 
And because and the magic, the, the, the time of year is going to transform them. That's it. That's right. That this magical time, it's going to be a Disney moment. I was going to say, you watch some Hallmark movies if, you, if you're doing that one, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, that's like, right. <laughs> and I said, the cure for this, this is a false hope. Yeah. Your response needs to be the of course thing that we talked about mm-hmm. that time and I. This is the mm-hmm. way they are. Mm-hmm. This is the way things are. I can learn from all of these experiences, especially to not take what they're doing personally. I mean, that is really the challenge here. Um, well, and when we're when you when we're working so often as we are learning on, you know, because because that that concept when we're talking about emotional sobriety, that concept is so pivotal to 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 it all, and we talk about it a lot, but the best parts of the conversation we're having anytime, whether that be here on the podcast or whether that be on in the Thursday, in the Thursday zoom support meeting, you know, is, or in therapy is, is, well, okay. How do you do that? Yeah. This, this is a very specific opportunity to, to, to practice it. And, you know, and, and, and the way you, the way you do it is you do it, you know, sloppily at first you do it badly like you learn anything else it's like you don't you don't just you don't just snap your fingers and all of a sudden don't take it personally you just consider the possibility of not taking maybe how would i be different or even just ask the question how would i be different if i didn't take it personally i didn't take it personal right on Mm -hmm. all right number 10 believing that family problems indicate that something is wrong so all these problems you're having just means how dysfunctional and messed up your family is so, you know, you can create that narrative and generate it, and you'll get a lot of therapists that will support you in that and mm-hmm. talk about toxic mm-hmm. families and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And that'll definitely mess up the holidays because you'll be walking away from that dinner or whatever it is and be so depressed. Look at how messed up my family is. Oh well, it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's based on that binary thing, if toxic or not toxic, dysfunctional or, or, or not dysfunctional. It's like as opposed to it's a family. That's right. No, by de- by definition, it's a mess. That's it's right. like you know, it's this is this is messy. Yeah, exactly. And that's the cure. See what Tom is saying is a cure. Problems are natural occurrences in families, and nobody's all bad or all good. I oh, mean, I got the cure. I guessed it. And I'm so indica- happy. You know, it just indicates that something's right. That's not wrong. That the family's that way. That's this is just the this is a given of family life and our expectations are the ones that are so unreasonable that somehow families can be perfect. There's no way that that can happen. Well, it is so, it is, it is yeah, it, it, it could make such a difference for all of us when we can get out, when we can identify those binary choices that we get from our, just from inside us, from the, our culture is, is, is it this or is it that? Is this toxic or is this not toxic? That's the better learn to ask better questions. Like, like what's, what's toxic about this? You know, what, what feels, what feels right about this? What feels good about it? You know, what, what, what feels, you know, like it's worth, it's worth, you know, work, working on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like it. Number 11, give thank you for nothing, darling gifts and expect gratitude or for people to graciously accept them. <laughs> Or, now, I don't know what that means yet, but I, I can't wait to hear what it means. It's or, crazy. or you mm-hmm. know, give thank you or accept thank you for nothing gifts from people and act like you're grateful for it. So a thank you for nothing gift is a gift that you give that you know darn well this person will never use and will not have any relevance to their life in any way. It would be like me giving you a, a bikini, Tom. Oh, 
Oh, Alan, I've been given gifts this way my entire life. It's like one year, one year I gave every guy that I know an, an old, it couldn't be a brand new thing. It had to be an old one that I got on eBay, an old pool ball. Uh, but the only people who didn't get them were people who had pool tables. It's like, so. <laughs> that was a thank you for that. Now I'll give you an example growing up. So uh, it, I don't know where it is, how this bad started in my neighborhood. I grew up in the Northwest side of Chicago and, and there was two groups. There was the, the guys that were more collegiate. Maybe they dressed with like penny loafers, mm-hmm. bleeding madras shirts, um, corduroy pants, things like that. Right. Yeah. And then there was the other group, the greasers. And that group dressed with Dago T t-shirts, right? The, mm-hmm. uh, you know, really nice pants. And then there was this fad that started about these Italian knit sweaters. And you could go down to Maxwell Street and get one of these Italian knit sweaters imported from Italy for like 20 bucks. Now, 20 bucks in 1968 was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that was a t- I mean, this was like a $150 shirt today, right? Mm-hmm. So I love these Italian knit sweaters. I mean, I, I like to hang out with that group and all the mm-hmm. cool guys had at least a couple of these. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted it so on. So my mom went to Woolworth's department store and <laughs> bought me. Now these Italian knits were wool sweaters, real wool sweaters. Mm-hmm. She bought me a polyester golf shirt. <laughs> That was like a leisure suit. You remember those leisure suits? I remember leisure suits. <laughs> I don't know if they've ever had a worse, a worse design for men's clothing than that. Oh, it was oh, horrible. That was yeah. What's that? That was your minivan. That was that was my minivan. That that, that she gave me and I unwrapped this thing. Or my stepfather gives me a friggin' tie, a necktie. A tie. I'm 16 years old. What the <laughs> fuck am I going to do with a necktie other than fucking want to stra- hang his ass, tie a fucking hanging noose in it, and fucking find a way to hang his ass from some fucking thing in, in the room. But, I mean, that's the you shit. You have some feelings about that necktie, don't it, you, buddy? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you like, what was the one about unfinished business? Yeah, really. <laughs> Put your stepfather over here. <laughs> <laughs> Pull that extra chair out there and let's have a little conversation, my friend. So then my mom, if she said, well, don't you like that gift? And what do you say? No, no, this fucking polyester golf shirt. Are you fucking kidding me? I wear this in a park. They're going to fucking laugh me out in a park. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, listen, I was missed in a lot of other ways. That's an example of how, how I felt like I wasn't seen in my family. Well, no wonder you're an alcoholic. No shit, man. (laughs) It's the only thing you could have done. (laughs) You know, what is the cure for this? Well, take the time to get to know the people and what they really want. It's it's always going to be a lot more grateful what you give them if it's something that's really meaningful for them and it's relevant to their life and. I'm still waiting for that damn Italian. It's yeah, it's like, but you know that's that's so true that 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 uh, whereas whereas I in truth in, tr- in truth I'm telling the truth about the the pool balls and various things, uh, bowling pins I think I gave one year. It's um, but for just going for the bizarre. But my wife is is one of the best at what you just described. Is is really 
putting that extra effort in. I, I can honestly say there's been times where I go like, you know, this would be easier if you didn't just have to get this just right. But it's like, it's something very special about getting just the right gift for that person. Right. And, and it's, and it's like, I watch her put just tremendous effort into it. And it's just, and it's just, it, it's out of love. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not, it's not like, you know, like we're probably on, on, on the list here. It's like, it's not like, so somebody's going to appreciate it. It's just, it's because I think this, I think this is really going to, going to make a difference. Right. Yeah. Given yep. for the right yep. reason and done beautiful. in a yep. very sensitive way. All right. So number 12, mm -hmm. accept uncritically someone else's notion of God or your higher power. Oh God. That'll do it. Uh, you know, you'll mm -hmm. lose yourself in that. You'll try to adopt that to your life and it won't have any meaning for you and you this is a great opportunity to personalize your relationship with a higher power or with god and to make it personal and that's that's when it can be a powerful thing so there's the 12 now tom i know you've got mm -hmm. some stuff you've written about it so let's I, hear what i have one yeah i have one that i put put out for a few years i call it help for the holidays and and it's just and and um it's what I'll tell people is that you can get, uh, it's on my free download page. There's a couple of articles that I won't, I'm not going to go through them in great detail, but I'll tell you what the essence of these are. One, the first one is just called don't run from positive guilt. And it just starts with a story about a client of mine. Um, that was, and the reason I made it a holiday thing because she was going home for the holidays and, uh, was feeling all kinds of guilt, uh, uh, because, because of all the progress she had made in therapy. Uh, and, and, uh, and so I want to just define positive guilt. We probably talked about it before on the podcast here is like positive guilt and my wife is the one i credit with with this definition she says positive guilt is the guilt that you feel when you're breaking rules that need to be broken wow. positive guilt is, is is the guilt that you feel when you're breaking rules that need to be broken we we tend to think we're not we shouldn't feel guilty for doing that but the truth is these are these are rules from what i call the invisible policy manual that all of our families have and yeah. that without ever talking about it, we all know what this stuff says and if you go home and you, and you you or you just start breaking those rules and uh even though you have thought carefully about that and you know what you're doing is taking care of yourself what i want people to know is is you're feeling guilty you know is is part of the, the sort of sort of the hallmark or the road the road sign that you you're making progress you're going to feel guilty and that's kind of what, what Didi had said about that when she said you're breaking rules that are that need to be broken is and what I say is that th that guilt that you'll feel you'll feel it for a while because it's like a drug addict's withdrawal you know it hurts to come off of that but then on the other side of that withdrawal, it's going to feel good. And you're, you're going to be able to, to choose how you want to think, how you want to feel and how you want to communicate and not have to be burdened by the guilt. Right on. So that's what that little article is about. Um, and um, it's um, the other one is, is just a very simple thing that says self, the, self, uh, the rules of self-care apply to the holidays, too, because one of the things I've noticed through the years is everybody, everybody, we, we all take care of ourselves all through the year. And then, then and of course, that's not happening a lot. Now we're all doing the Zoom thing. But it's like like when everybody goes home, it's like, you know, all bets are off, yeah. you know, in, including you don't get support. You know, it's like, no, you have to have support. So I'm just going to run through these rules real, real quickly. If you have any comments, jump in. Uh, remember, just very simple things. Remember that it, that every day has only 24 hours, no matter what you call it. 
Yeah. If it's called Thanksgiving, it's called Christmas. It's still 24 hours. The second one is love them, family, friends, whoever, uh, but but don't take them personally. I, I, and I want you to know, I I wrote the, I wrote this years before you and I started working together. Yeah, that. <laughs> it's so it's such a universal principle. So powerful. Love them, but don't take it. And 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 it's so much easier when you put that other part in. It's like it's okay to love them. It, you don't you don't have to be right. you don't have to reject them. It's like just just it's okay that's just that person a lot of what yours have to say about that uh breaks breaks the third one is break some family rules just for the fun of it you know some of us have more fun doing that than others that's right uh, but, but uh the other one is keep a list of supportive friends phone numbers with you and nowadays it's put them in there in your phone and use them you know, the, the holidays, it's interesting. A lot of us who, who do a good job with support, using support, we'll tend to, to drop it off because we'll do that other little codependent thing of, oh, I don't want to bother my friend because they're busy with their stuff. It's like, you know, just turn that around and remember, how would you feel if your friend was calling you for support? You know, they're, they're fine. If you know that they want to support you if they can. Um, I uh, told you about this one before. It says take a walk periodically uh, by yourself or with a relative that you like and feel comfortable with. I used to walk with my sister and we would kind of debrief, you know, some of the stuff, even just laugh at some of the crazy stuff of our family. Um, uh, th uh, th three more here. I think uh, when in doubt, say something bizarre. Of course, this is my favorite, <laughs> my favorite one. When is it, uh, again, uh, just for the fun of it, for instance, proudly announced that you have 90 days clean in Homicides Anonymous. You know, and so I, I tell people that, that that'll get them out of your way. It's like, you know, I, I've actually had a couple of people who tried that and they, their family were not, was not pleased. Uh, so maybe that shouldn't be there. Uh, next, if you really don't want to be somewhere, this is my, this is my favorite one. And we worked with this in group therapy quite a lot at times. If you really don't want to be somewhere, don't be. Check the birth date on your driver's license to remind yourself that you are an adult. Make decisions based on what you think and feel, not what your family might think or feel. The idea is this is people who say, well, I have to, I have to go home. You know, it's, it's like, like, no, you don't. It's like, you don't. That's right. Um, yeah. Um, and then, then it says here, write a brief, this one, this one I like too. And I, I continue to use diversions of this in different situations, write a brief holiday mission statement for yourself. Something like I will treat others with respect, starting with myself, or I will enjoy myself by spending time with people I really want to be with. Um, and, uh, then I add there, add to, add to the list as you go, as you go along. And what's so, this, what's this article titled on your website, Tom? It's, it's, uh, it's called help for the holidays. It's on my free download page. Um, and there's a little piece here at the end that says the holiday grass is often greener on the other side of the fence. Some people grumble about having to spend time with their families while others are hurting because they don't, they don't have family to be with. Uh, whatever, whatever your circumstances, remember to express gratitude for what you, what you have and look for opportunities to be of service to others. Have a peaceful, enjoyable holiday. Mine is not as funny as yours. I'm, I'm a, I, I feel a little, a little bit, as, you know, like, I, like you won this competition. Well, I finally won something. <laughs> but, but uh, we, I, you know, this, this is, this has been fun. I'm glad you had this idea of doing, doing this. And, 
So, when, I, you yeah. know, Patrick, can you post these things when in our the content of the, I think they'd be great for people to read underneath the, the podcast. It would be wonderful. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, uh, I'll post them in the, uh, in the notes. Good. That's great. Well, and, and, uh, and yeah, and I, and I just want to, since we're doing it, this is kind of our holiday special. I just, I want to say, say that to, to both of you guys that I am very, very, I really, this is, you guys are some of the COVID silver lining. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy my work with you and, uh, am, am just, I'm just happy to, that you're both in my life and that we're, and that we're creating this thing together. Um, the feelings mutual. Um, I'm, I feel very grateful uh, to be closing out the year uh, working on the show with you guys. Yeah. Well, that's, I echo that Tom, that this has been an amazing, amazing um, kind of ray of sunshine in all of this craziness for me doing this with you and then involving Patrick and how you've taken it to the next level, Patrick and mm-hmm all the work you've done to help Tom and I get this message out and stuff. And I'm forever grateful for that. And Tom, I just love how our relationship is evolved and developed mm-hmm. this year, man. I consider you family now. And, you. Me too. And, and it's really been a special mm-hmm. year and mm-hmm. looking, and I, I'm so glad so many people that are listening to us feel like this is a value to them in their, their lives. I mean, you and I got in this business to make a difference. And I'm mm-hmm. glad we're doing that. So to all of you out there, you know, happy holidays. Happy holidays. It's a spiral, not a circle. Goes round, round, round. For solutions, be your own friend. Never see never in either direction. Look in the mirror. Trust the reflection